Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Following show may contain adult themes not suitable for children. Shut the hell up. Club 1080 with Isaac and Suk. Mmm, it does go well with a chicken. I didn't know hanging out with you was making me smarter. Full disclosure, Morty, it's not. Temporary superintelligence is just a side effect of the mega seeds dissolving in your rectal cavity. Oh, man. Yeah. And once those seeds wear off, you're going to lose most of your motor skills and... You're also going to lose a significant amount of brain functionality for 72 hours, Morty. Starting right about now. At the club, Club 1080. The hottest spot north of Milwaukee. At the club, Club 1080. Suk and Rob's passion are always the fashion at the club. They fell in love. <laughs> All right, welcome to the club hour. Luke Anderson filling in for Isaac and or Suk. Uh, we were just talking about uh, Patrick Baldwin Jr., rookie for the Golden State Warriors. And his nickname is PBJ, and he has never had, never had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Had the nickname since fifth grade. Just had a sandwich the other day. Wild. I don't. I don't understand. I, I just don't understand how no one was ever like. Well, do you like them? Have you tried them? Like maybe that was a question people had asked before, and, he, and the answer was just no. And then that was the end of that. But I don't. Yeah. I don't really get how you. There's a realization that that hasn't happened. Yeah. He we said haven't, he, we haven't tried it yet. He said he doesn't really like peanut butter, so I guess okay, that's well, it. So. So I asked you the question: What is the the thing that you should have tried that you haven't tried? And I don't. The the answer in my head didn't pop up easily. So I I started doing some research. And I found a website called Far and Wide, and I found the top most popular sandwiches in the U.S. Oh, okay. So figure I go through this list and see which you have or have not tried. This may take up the entire club hour. I love it. It might be a I club also love sandwiches. Sandwich hour. Oh, like come on, who doesn't? So I had to scroll to the entire bottom of the page. It's one of those pages that keeps loading. I oh, went sure. a little bit too far, went past number one. And there are three questions on there, and there may be more. <clears throat> but I'll start with these, and we can do this quickly or we can do it painstakingly, however you feel on these questions. Okay. Is a hamburger sandwich? Uh, a, bur- a hamburger's a burger. Yeah, okay. Hot dog? No. It's a hot Taco. dog. Okay. Perfect. We got those out of the way. That that's that's how it should have gone. Okay, and and 
the reason, especially for hot dog and taco, is if you walked up to a hot dog cart. You don't need to defend it. Oh, okay. You're correct. Okay. Your answer is correct okay. on all three. Okay. Because if you go to a restaurant and you look, there's a sandwich section and there's a burger section. Yes. Or it might say burgers and sandwiches, but it doesn't just say sandwiches and include That's right. burgers. That's right. Okay. So we can move off on that very quickly, if, as long as you're not dying on the hill that any one of those is a sandwich. Technically, yes, you can make the argument. Uh, and I get why yeah. you could make the argument, but yeah, I'm not but, going to. Yeah, thank you. And I appreciate you for that. So the number one most popular sandwich in the U.S., according to Far and Wide, is... Care to guess? The PB&J? Okay. Um, turkey sandwich. <laughs> it is a grilled cheese okay. sandwich. Okay. okay. And they did a study on it. Uh, 79% gave it an overall like rating. It is the most liked by the silent generation. 94% of the silent generation loved the grilled cheese and sandwich. 76% of men, 81% of women. And uh, most liked by the South, 82% of people in the Southern United States like the grilled cheese sandwich. So that is your number one sandwich. Is it fair to assume that you, sir, have had a grilled cheese sandwich? I have had a grilled cheese sandwich. I have made a grilled cheese sandwich in a toaster oven, in an air fryer, and on a frying pan. Okay. Have you ever made one with an iron? Uh, I haven't, but I've, I've, I've heard okay. that's not very difficult and uh, can be pretty good. Yes, I do love a grilled cheese. And you can just do so many things with a grilled cheese. They're fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, the number two, this was a little surprise. Care to guess on number two? You don't have to guess on all these. Yeah, but... no, I'll keep guessing, though. Um, let's say uh, ham and cheese. Grilled chicken sandwich. Really? 79% like rating overall. 82% of baby boomers like a grilled chicken sandwich. 75% of women. 75% of men. And it is the most liked sandwich in the northeastern United States. Your grilled chicken sandwich at number two. I guess I just don't feel like they're that common. I mean, I know that they are, but... But you like I mean, a grilled chicken sandwich. Oh, of sandwich. course. Sure. So you yeah. don't... There's not a lot of... Dis like, that's the same thing with a grilled cheese. Like, yeah. It might not be your favorite sandwich. There aren't a lot of people walking around saying, I hate a grilled cheese. Yeah, yeah. or a grilled chicken sandwich, same way. Uh, number three. Man, if it's not things that I've already guessed, and it... Uh, <laughs> it's definitely not. Let's go meatball sub. Ooh, meatball sub. I don't is, think it's actually is a three, No, it is, uh, it is a turkey sandwich. Oh, okay, so I had guessed that before. Yes, you did. All yeah, right. yeah, it's just... it's not, yeah. yeah. So yeah. turkey sandwich, 75% uh, overall like rating, 85% of boomers, 78% of the Northeast, 75% women, 75% men, the turkey sandwich at number three. And I've tried a turkey sandwich. You have, yeah. I yeah. mean, you just stop me if there's one you haven't tried. Uh, number four is not one that you have mentioned. Is one that you have not mentioned. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of like what is on every menu. Uh, tuna salad, roast beef sandwich. Interesting. Only 71 percent. Pretty big drop from the uh, turkey sandwich. Was 79 percent drop. Eight points. 71 percent overall like rating. The silent generation. 86 percent of them like it. 73 percent of men. Only 70 percent of women. And uh, the South preferred at 75%. I would have thought that if it was going to be another cold cut, that ham would have showed up before roast beef. Not personal preference. I like roast yeah. beef better. But I, I, to me, I would have thought maybe ham more widespread. So number five is probably my favorite on the list so far. Okay. Uh, it would probably be the first one that I would pick out of the ones that have showed up. Uh, but you have not guessed it either. Number five. Very, very common sandwich. Chicken salad? No. Italian. 
It's a BLT. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's good, good bacon, yeah, lettuce, yeah, tomato yeah. sandwich with a little mutton. Just not too... Th- oh, wait. No, that's, a, no, that's... Isn't that uh, uh, Princess Bride? Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> uh, he said, Blathen with... Uh, 69% liked. Uh, Silent Generation loved it. Uh, most liked by the South, the West, and the Midwest. 69% overall. Even split between men and women. The BLT. I think you've guessed... Did you guess this one? Number six. Number six is your uh, tuna sandwich. Okay, yeah, I guess that. Yeah, I guess, guess that for five, yeah. Yeah, you guessed or that four. for five. So you're right around there. So um, tell me your favorite on the list as we go if I hit one that. So far... Um, I'm still probably like if if it is not like just pedestrian like sliced turkey with like mayo mustard on on like sliced bread like but yeah. if a, like a like good a deli turkey, turkey yeah. sandwich oh, yeah. that's that's my number one of the ones that have been okay. listed so All right. far. What what are you putting at number uh, number seven? Mm, that hasn't been uh, that hasn't made the list yet. Has not made the list yet. Obviously, okay. I feel like. I feel like chicken salad or egg salad is going to pop up here very soon. Yeah, it's not there yet. Okay. It is the ham sandwich. Okay. You got roast beef, turkey, ham. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple so far. Number eight, another one of my favorites, uh, but also uh, pretty similar to the BLT, the club sandwich. Uh, I love club. Club is good. See, I go BLT over club. Like I like the turkey and everything, but just double the bacon. And now, now that we're at this point, I would probably take club over any of the other sandwiches that have shown up. I love that the club always is grilled bread, always yep. has crisp bacon, sure. always has cheese. Okay. Uh, this one I do not recognize as a staple on menus, so this must be something that everybody's just making at home. Okay. Number nine, bacon sandwich. Just straight up bacon sandwich, just huh? straight up bacon sandwich. The picture is white bread, ketchup, bacon. I mean, at what point? It's not why, even grilled. Like, why aren't you just eating bacon? Because you have bread. I, I guess. suppose. But if I have bread and I have bacon, I have. I'm finding some some L and some T to add to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I feel like I've had a bacon sandwich, but I don't feel bad about like. It's if, almost redundant with the BLT. It, I, I, would, just, I would agree, but yeah. if you take off the lettuce and the tomato, it's just a bacon sandwich. Hmm. So I'm sure I've had it, but I've never thought of going. You know what I could go for right now. A bacon sandwich. A bacon sandwich. But, you know, you're more likely to have just bacon than you are to have fresh lettuce, tomatoes, and everything in your fridge. I don't know, but if I if I, if I I have fresh bacon and fresh bread, no lettuce and tomato, yeah. I'm more likely to just eat the bacon. Or, That's or, or to put bacon that bacon in yeah. eggs, maybe, or something Why like bring that. the bread into the party at all? That's the yeah. question. That is a fair question. All right, number 10, most popular sandwich. And we'll we'll take a break here. We can keep going on them. I've got uh, I've got twenty two on okay. the list, uh, but at number ten, care to guess? Is it one that I've guessed so far? I don't think you have guessed it okay. so far. Uh, ten. Now we're getting into the realm where it could be slightly obscure. I'm gonna say, uh, and not even obscure, but maybe more regional. Uh, let's go pulled pork sandwich. Incorrect, sir. This is the one that led us to everything. It is the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Okay. okay. And again, the silent generation loves their sandwiches. I feel like that is a uh, definite thing, and that is your uh, your grand great grandparents. Uh, probably grandparents. Probably grandparents. Um, only sixty sixty six percent liked overall the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. We're trying to figure out why this guy had not eaten one. Even though his nickname is PBJ, only only two thirds of the population likes a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. They're pretty sticky, you know, and they're very sweet. Are you not a peanut butter and jelly fan? No, 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 no. I very much am. But what I'm saying is, if you are just a 
a person of the population who is seeking out a sandwich, yeah. chances are you're seeking out something savory, and maybe that this is yeah. more of just kind of like a a desserty take on a sandwich because peanut butter jelly they're sweet. Like I, yeah. I get, I love a peanut butter sandwich. I love peanut butter and jelly toast, but. I could understand why sandwich people might not love a PB and J. Well, number ten is your peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It is most liked in the West. Okay. So we'll continue down this list. So far, you've tried at least every one of these sandwiches. Maybe not a bacon sandwich. I wonder if I've tried a bacon sandwich. I, pro- I mean, I, I don't know. I probably. Have. I mean, yeah, but that one feels a little bit off. All right. So uh, here's what we'll do. We will move on uh, to. Uh, we'll go number eleven through twenty-two. We'll see if there is a sandwich that is uh, too obscure for us on this list. We'll do that next. It is the Club Hour on Primetime on 1080 The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, welcome back in. Luke Anderson, Ryan Buckley holding down the fort. Live shows today and tomorrow. We're going to do one more wrap-up the year. It may be an end-of-year thing. It may just be me and Buck just BSing. I don't know. Yeah, like a... Uh, You'll have to tune in to find out. I'm going to tell a, you what Like a is. live best of, almost. Like, not a best well, of this the is, show. This is the best of the fan, anyway. That's it's what me I... and you. Well, ooh, so it's like a best of Inception. It's... Us doing a best of the year, but with us being here, it's the best of the fan. Oh, yeah. Best of inside a best of. I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, The fan text line, 503-250-1080. We do have some sandwich thoughts on here. Right now, we're going through a list of not not the best sandwich, the most popular sandwich, the one that the most people can agree upon. So uh, grilled cheese was number one, peanut butter and jelly number 10. We had uh, your deli cuts in between there, Uh, a lot of bacon. In the, in the top 10. Uh, but we're going through that. If you want to go back and listen, there's a podcast. Uh, it's on 1080thefan.com. Yeah, and it's uh, uh, I should note, it's uh, a little slow getting up as uh, I am... 
having a difficult time editing while I host. You, you, uh, you did you know. do it when you get to it. If yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. sometimes we get some text, where are the podcasts, where are the Shut podcasts? Shut up. Listen yeah. right now. Yeah. That's the time to listen. Yeah. Uh, here's a dynamite sandwich. Try this from the fan text line. Almond butter with honey, bananas, and pretzel thins. Ooh. So I haven't done that with the pretzel thins to add the crunch, but... Yeah. I do like, and I, I kind of usually do it more on toast than a sandwich because I like the bread to have a little crunch, especially if you're doing like the banana on there. You don't want soft bread with soft banana. Yeah. But uh, a honey or, or like a peanut butter or an almond butter with honey and banana, open face on toast, delicious. Love Sunflower it. seed butter, not bad. Yeah, yeah, a little too. bit less yeah. sweet. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, you know who has expressed his love for bacon and ketchup sandwiches? The text line asks. Hmm. Apparently, John Sukin. Oh, well, we'll catch up with him at 645. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and then Old Gary, and he says, when I was a kid, I live, I could live off bacon and jelly sandwiches. Interestingly enough, both of my parents have a proclivity for bacon and peanut butter sandwiches. Peanut butter bacon pickle burger at Killer Burger? That's right. Well, Michael James' Killer Burger. Yeah, brother. Those are awesome. Um, and then one more here says, we grilled chicken... Uh, well, the grilled chicken sandwich named earlier most likely has other toppings on it, but is still called a grilled chicken sandwich. Listen, you have free reign. We talked about this with the turkey sandwich. Again, these are not the best sandwiches somebody's ever had. It's the one that everybody can kind of agree upon. So we move from the top 10 into 11 through 22. This okay. list is at farandwide.com, most popular sandwiches in America, and these are good. These, see, these are, to me, better sandwiches, but I understand why they're not as universally as appealing. But in my book, I peeked ahead. Woohoo, brother. You're saying that we're getting, these are the um, these are the 10 through 20 draft picks that really end up being the impact players after the one, the names that everybody know are off uh, the board. I'm just going to tell you, right now, number 11, the pulled pork sandwich. Okay, yeah, Come that's... On. that's so now what I'm going I'm to do this a little differently. Instead of you guessing the sandwiches, what percent of the population do you think gets down with a pulled pork sandwich? Okay, and where, where did we leave off on number 10 with the PG, PB&J? Uh, don't worry about it. Oh, dang it. <laughs> it was like two-thirds of the population, I think. So uh, the pulled pork, I'll say 58% of the population gets down with a pulled pork. 65. Uh, oh, okay, nice. More Good. men than women, 69% of men, 62% of women get down with it. Uh, most, most popular region for the pulled pork sandwich south you got it you got it daddy O. and here finally making it uh i did not see the chicken salad sandwich on the list but the egg salad sandwich comes in at number 12 58 percent of them like it also the south also the silent generation they love i was gonna guess silent generation and the midwest but okay uh all right number 13 on the list the meatball sub you guessed this already what percent of the population do you think enjoys a meatball sub let's say 55 56 not okay. bad uh where is the most popular region the northeast the sub? you got it you got it daddy now this is one of my favorite sandwiches and this is a name that you have not mentioned yet on here number 14 you can find it at just about any restaurant and to me if you're going out to get a uh, a sandwich from a restaurant this is one of the barometer sandwiches that i use to see how good this restaurant oh is. i like a good barometer sandwich okay yeah so no tell me what the sandwich is where i go okay, if they okay. make a good blank if they, they make, make a, a good sandwich if they make a good french dip Ooh, that's actually, I think, next on the list. Ah, dang here. it. Okay. French dip's not bad. All right. But there's one that I go to before. Okay. And it's the Reuben. Uh, and, that's, and that's a good one. And they're not, 
They're definitely not like one and the same at all. But I feel but they're like in the same family. They're in that realm yeah. of like you want it hot. It's got to be. It's got to be cooked just right. The bread has to be soft enough. The ratio of either but cheese or condiments that are on there has to be right too. Yeah, well, sauerkraut. You got to get you, the. You can't overdo the Thousand Island on. Love it. a Reuben. Yes, the Reuben comes in at number thirteen and at or I'm sorry, fourteen and at fifteen. Right there is a French dip sandwich. Uh, are they are they both over fifty percent? Ooh, that's what I was just going to ask you. So I'm going to say they both are over fifty percent. I hope they're. I hope they are. They are not. Forty-eight ah. percent of the population enjoys a Reuben. Only forty-six percent enjoys a French dip. So half the population are dumb. And right, and they get stupider. <laughs> guess what's behind that? Also below fifty percent. Oh no! The pastrami sandwich. Fools. Oh, I tell you, number sixty. I'm telling you that little run right there, though. The pulled pork egg salad I could do without, but the Reuben. That's a murderer's row right the there. The Reuben, the French dip, and the pastrami sandwich. Yeah, Those are the ones buddy. where I look at and go, which one I'm in the mood for. If it's colder out, I'm going French dip, but uh, the Reuben is always a good way, mm-hmm. way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's kind of a repeat. The tomato and cheese sandwich coming in at uh, number 17. So that's just a grilled cheese with tomatoes on it. It's what it looks like. Seems 39% like of the population uh, gets down with the tomato and cheese. Wait, so what Where? What percentage got down with just the grilled cheese? Because then that might tell you what percentage of the, the population you lose when you add the tomato. I want to feel like the grilled cheese was somewhere around 90%. Yeah, I'll it was like scroll back. Yeah. I want to say it was like 89, 90%. Yeah, grilled cheese. Then you jump all the way down to 39. That means like the tomato, the addition of tomato eliminates like Ooh. 60% of people. We're going to have to go revisit this. It, uh, 79% uh, for, so only 80%. 79% gets down. And then, but you said tomato and cheese was 39%. Yep, so that yeah. means it, that just the addition of tomato shaves off 40% of the people. See, now, this this I find appalling. Only 35% of the population enjoys a lobster roll. Come on! I know! Is, okay, okay. Now do we think... Can we assume that the people being pulled have tried all of these sandwiches? Well, this is what I, this is, this is what, yeah, that's a because, fair question. Because there's no way that if you fed 100 people a decent <laughs> lobster roll that... that 65 of them were going to say, no, thank you. I don't want that again. Yes. Sorry, it's not happening. Come on. You make the same argument for the Cuban. Yeah. The oh, Cuban the Cubano? Yeah. Yeah, they call it a Cuban. Yeah, I know, yeah, but it's a Cubana. Way. Yeah, I oh, love the Cubana. And I'll tell you, they've got the pictures of all the sandwich here, and this one looks good. Uh, number 20, the crab cake sandwich. Interesting. I feel like you don't see those a, a lot. And often you can just get crab cakes by themselves. Yes. But uh, I'm, I'm down with the crab cake for sure. I, I had this conversation with my wife the other day. So uh, I don't know that you and I have talked about this. Last summer, me and my brothers went up to, and my father, we went up to uh, the Russian River in Alaska. Went fishing for sockeye salmon. We came back between the five of us with 150 pounds of salmon. Nice. And that is filleted out, ready to, ready to go. Awesome. Right? So... We've been trying a whole slew of recipes with the salmon. Mixing it up and kind of uh, you know, try the same recipe a few times. We're not you don't have to you don't have to stay within the guardrails of this. But I've kind of dialed in on a salmon cake. Very nice. So I'll do the fillets and I'll just but I'll just cut them super clean. Uh-huh. And so I don't like if there's any chance there's a bone within like two inches of the edge of the fillet that I cut when I'm just grilling it. Boom, hack it off, yep. and then I use that for the salmon cakes. Because you go, you pre-cook it, clean it up, do whatever. 
But I tell my wife, I said, we need to do salmon cake sandwiches. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because when I was in Maryland, I had a crab cake sandwich because I felt like I had to. Sure. And I'll tell you, man, having that bread on there adds something. You wouldn't think it would add now, a what lot kind to of a crab cake. What kind of bread is appropriate for the crab cake sandwich? It's going to be on your, your roll, like on okay. your burger bun. Like, okay, but, okay. But, but more like a, like a potato bun. Or okay, like maybe like a ciabatta roll or ciabatta something. Ciabatta you could do, yeah. You but, do that with a little oh, remoulade? Yes, you do, sir. And then you can put the slaw right in there or just your mixed vegetables. Yeah, I think you need that. the slaw for a little bit of moisture because yeah, yeah, sometimes the cakes and the bread would be too much dry. Nope. But, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Delicious. The remoulade and then the slaw that you put in there. There it is. Um, percentage of population that, that can enjoy a crab cake sandwich, 34%. Tragic. Shock. I mean, I know I know some people don't like shellfish, so, you know. Yep, but yep I get it. Well, yeah, the lobster roll and the crab cake way down there. Uh, number 21, the cucumber and cream cheese sandwich. No, that's where... So That's I've, where they lost you? I've had them. Like, I've had, like, little finger sandwiches oh, that, are, that are those. Oh. And they're fine, but, like... I'm sorry, like, whatever's coming next after that is, I guarantee you, is better than that. Oh. Yeah. And probably the next, like, I, I doubt that the cucumber That's and cream cheese. number 21. Che- I so doubt the cucumber and cream cheese belongs in the top 40. Yeah. Um, well, there it is. Uh, and number 22, your final sandwich on here, the muffaletta. Oh, muffaletta's delicious. It is better than a cucumber. Well, way better. I'll be honest. Although you got to be in a mood for a muffaletta. I will say, so my wife and I went to All of pretty polarizing. We went to London, England, and we decided if we're here, we should have high tea. Yep. And so we did the, the tea service at the Park Hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I enjoyed every bit of it. We actually make it an annual holiday tradition. We just went down to Hotel Deluxe, and we had our tea, and we had our scones, and we had our cucumber sandwiches. Time and place... You're sitting there drinking, and we always, we always do the champagne with it, too. So we're drinking champagne, drinking tea, eating scones, and having that cucumber sandwich there. I can get down with that. But the muffaletta, too. you got to be... The right place and time, the cucumber sandwich is nice. Like, I, I've, I've I've seen them served at, like, Kentucky Derby parties with, like, uh, oh, yeah. with mint juleps. Like, you have a little finger yeah. sandwich. And like, it works in the right sense, but, like, I'm just never going to a counter and be like, let me get the cucumber and cream cheese, please. No. That's, that's fair. Uh, but again, I think a lot of these are make-at-home sandwiches, too, and it's, True. it's just a popularity True. thing. So uh, Gen Z is into the muffaletta, and Gen Z is into the cucumber and cream cheese sandwich. Okay. So they may not be popular now, but I just want to warn you, they're coming. Almost everyone has been boomers or silent generation. The Cuban is Gen X. The lobster roll, you go back to the silent generation. So the only ones are the ones at the bottom of the list, cucumber and cheese sandwich, Gen Z, and Gen X uh, was getting down to the Cubano. I don't see a single sandwich that is owned by the millennials. Okay. Uh, the other one that's, that is, so I'm going down back down to this list. I told you I'd have to revisit it. The This is the below sandwich section. They're not sure if it's a sandwich or not. What percentage of the population enjoys a hamburger? Wow. 17% for muffaletta, 79% for grilled cheese, and then all the sandwiches we listed are somewhere in between. We'll get your answer, but save it after this 
Sports Center update. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Oh, Buck. I was fooled by graphics. Uh-oh. What well, so I asked you what percentage of the population enjoyed a hamburger. This website used the same graphic layout for where they put who, how much people liked their sandwiches. Okay. In the same format as how many people think a hamburger should be considered a sandwich. Ah, so we don't really get that comparison. So I do not have that comparison. I'm very disappointed. The number was 60%. So I was thinking if only 60% of people liked hamburgers, I'd be shocked by that. But instead, 60% of the U.S. population believes a hamburger is a sandwich. You know what I realized? There is one place in pop culture where a hamburger is called a sandwich. Goodwill Hunting. Oh. You remember, and I don't know how well you know this film, I've watched it a handful of times, but there's a scene where the, like, the Goodwill, like, Will Hunting's crew with Ben and Casey Affleck are, like, all in the car together. Yeah. And Casey Affleck, like, can't afford a fast food burger, and so they get one for him, and then, uh, and he's like, yo, let me get my burger, and he's like, you gonna pay for that burger? And he's like... He's like, why? Well, I ain't got it right now. He's like, well, I'll tell you what. We'll put your sandwich up here. We'll put it on layaway. As soon as you got the money, we'll give you your burger. Yeah. And it's like, and so he called the burger a sandwich there. I think that's probably the only place yeah. I've ever heard a burger called a sandwich. Huh. I don't know that that necessarily makes it so. No, it doesn't make it so. But it, but it makes it that at least one person or at least one film Fair writer enough. calls it yeah. that. Yeah, well, but I mean, when you're razzing a guy, you can call it whatever you want. Sure. You know. So you you call it a you call it a steak if you want to because we used to call them like the Hamburg steaks. Oh yeah, sure. Or Mac and Don's Steakhouse. You know, you can you get fun when you're razzing people. Sure. Uh, population. Uh, how many people do you think? How many people? What percentage of people think a hot dog should be considered a sandwich? Too many, but not more than fifty percent. I will say thirty-eight percent of people. Thirty-four percent. Very good. Okay. How many people think a taco should be considered a sandwich? Fewer than the hot dog. Let's say twenty-eight percent. Would you consider? Oh, it's fifteen percent. Okay. Would you consider a sloppy Joe a sandwich? Um, I think it's. Uh, 
Ooh. Yeah, I think I probably would. I mean, it's I, it's to me, it's kind of like a sloppy Joe is a sloppy Joe, but like yep. you would find it under the sandwich section of a menu more than you would find it under, I think, the burger section of a menu. Yeah. Well, I don't know why you put a sloppy Joe on on a menu. I think it's well, just I, I don't know how sloppy Joe. If if both categories existed side by side, I Fair think enough. the sloppy Joe would go under the sandwich more than the burger. Fair enough. Sixty two percent of the population believes a sloppy Joe should be a sandwich, okay. uh, which means. 38% believe that it should not be a sandwich. I used to freaking love Sloppy Joe's as a kid. What makes those so good? Uh, just that manwich mix? Is that all it is? Yeah, the best the best Sloppy Joe that I ever had was my wife and I found a recipe. I hope we still have it because I need to make it again. Ground turkey, buffalo, Sloppy Joe. Oh, that sounds delicious. I could get into that for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. And so your buffalo sauce, and then you, uh, you slice up or... Um, Grate the carrots and the celery so that they're in there. Yep, yep. And then a heavy portion of blue cheese, fresh blue cheese on top. Oh, oh, oh man, it. it was so good. I, like I think it. we used potato buns on it. Mm. Oh, bad boy was so good. Now we're talking. What's your favorite sandwich? So my favorite sandwich, um, like, and I've I've had this like near fight with Suk about this. He basically thinks that any cold sandwich is not as good as a hot sandwich. That's oh. kind of his like straight up. And I. I couldn't be more in the other camp. I like a hot sandwich. I mean, most of the hot ones on there should be hot, and I enjoy sure. them. But I don't think every day you want a hot sandwich. I mean, I think like a hot summer day, I want a cold deli sandwich, like a nice gourmet deli yeah. sandwich. And so really, like my my probably preferred go-to would be some combination of deli meats, maybe like a turkey and salami with a really good cheese on a on a soft roll like a, or a Dutch crunch roll mm. with cheddar. I mean, I'm going fairly basic. Um but then I think, you know, out of the, all the novelty ones you listed, like novelty, well, you I mean, call a grilled cheese and no, 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 I, I think like grilled cheese and like tuna salad and turkey, like those are all in kind of the basic category. Yeah. I think when you get into pulled pork, Reuben, French dip, those are more novelty sandwiches to me because it's like, you don't have them every day. You have them on a, yeah. you know, when they're the special or whatever. Okay, so so the Philly cheesesteak keeps coming up. I Su- love a Philly cheesesteak. Su- Suk is apparently angry about it because the text line is going crazy about the It's Philly. his number one sandwich with okay. by, by mine. So here's, here's, here's my beef with the Philly cheesesteak. And they do come Un- with beef. Into- a good Philly cheesesteak. Uh, there is a place over in Vancouver, Philly Bilmos. Okay. It's incredible. They fly the bread in from Philadelphia, I'm told. It is a excellent Philly cheesesteak. Uh, I have been to Pat's. I have been to Gino's in Philadelphia. What's the I, one in Seattle that's near the stadium that's really good? Ooh, I am not it's on Taps or something I like do, that? I or? do not know the one in Seattle. But uh, but I, I have had, now having been to Philadelphia, and and Philly Bilmos is the only one that is close to a Philly cheesesteak. And Pat's and Gino's not that similar. Like, one uses Cheese Whiz, one uses the provolone, what whatever. That sandwich, if it's on a menu, I have learned not to order a Philly cheesesteak unless all you make are Philly cheesesteaks. That is now my the way that I look at that sandwich. There okay. is there is something about getting somebody going, yeah, I'll make like a Philly cheesesteak-ish. That is not a good sandwich. No, it's yeah, you you the, need the, to have somebody that is dedicated and passionate about making Philly cheese. Generally, the only place that can do a good Philly cheesesteak specializes in griddled sandwiches. Yeah, like, like the but flat get out of here. Don't sandwiches. do anything else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I, we have a Philly cheesesteak or we have these other griddle sandwiches. But other than that, stay away from them. 
So that's kind of where I sit on the Philly cheesesteak, whereas the Reuben, you can have a hundred different variations of it, and they can all be good. It can have more corned beef or, or less or more sauerkraut, whatever, marbled rye, dark rye, light rye, sure. all of that. But I feel like there's something about the cheesesteak where I think you need to be dedicated to mm-hmm. it. It's like ordering mm-hmm. pizza at um, Red Robin is now serving some sort of pizza. Okay. Why? Why? Right. Or like it, going. You, like, you know what? You know what? When they when they started serving pizza, because my wife and I were looking at it the other day because we we're going to take the kids out to eat, and they like the they, their favorite is Applebee's. Sure. And Applebee's now that I've been there uh, as an adult, it's terrible. Oh, and it, so we're it, trying it is to take by them. far my least favorite of like the uh, well, it, casual dining. So here's cuisine. my question: Is what are they known for? Riblets. Is that a thing? Is that really what they're known for? I just remember in college they had yeah, a okay. month of en- of endless like boneless rib- or riblets, and you basically get baskets of them, and they are refillable. Here's how I know that Applebee's is terrible: is that I could not think of what. Like, sure, like, you know what they're, they're known for? They're they're uh, they're kind of lame nostalgic commercials. You know, <laughs> yeah, where, they, yeah. where, they, where the kids are pulling up on the bus after the high school football game, and the guy gets he's like, "Oh man, they're closed," yeah. and the dads and the, the dad, the manager's like, "I could stay around for a little while. You want to yeah. keep the lights on? It's sure, like the yeah. wholesome family place." Uh, somebody brings up on the text line Steakadelphia that was the other one I was trying to think of it is over on Powell that one makes it mean Philly cheesesteak but again dedicated to the Philly cheesesteak but Red Robin so we looked at looked at Red Robin and my wife and I both go no when they started making pizza it no it all, not only do they have bad pizza now I'm like cool and now you're not even focused on the burgers that you're actually known for something so the burgers are getting worse I'm sure you know they what have I'm not going to go in and find out <laughs> but if you've given up like if you do one thing really well don't worry about trying to do everything. In-N-Out Burger makes a wonderful burger. Yeah. When they, the day they start making chicken sandwiches, I'm done with In-N-Out Burger. Yeah, that's that's, that, that's fair. It's like, I mean, when you go to a specialty place, get the specialty thing. Don't expect the other thing to be good there. And also, if you're a variety place, don't try to do the specialty items as like a top yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay, so uh, with that said, favorite sandwich. You're sticking with the cold sandwich. I'm still, yeah, still going to take like a turkey, salami, and cheese. Because that's the one I would want to eat every single day. But if we're talking about Ooh, like, a, like if I had to eat like one sandwich for the rest of my life, yeah, that's that's kind of what I, that's what the, the question I'm. That's hard not to go with the deli sandwich. But in that's that diff- case, but to me, it's a different question than like you walk into a diner and you can get yep. anything you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a different deal. You know what? If 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 there's one sandwich before you die, I need to find whoever, and I don't know who makes it because I've only had a few. Because it. It's a gut bomb, and it, you feel terrible. I think I know your where head. you're going with this. The Monte Cristo. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and it's that so... is a question. Or like, if you got us a sandwich, if done poorly, you oh, yeah, yeah, no yeah. part of. It no, has to be done well. Absolutely not. And so I need to find a place that it's like the one place there's a golf course, and they're like fam- our famous Monte Cristo. Mm-hmm. And I had one of those, and that was the last one I had because I've never seen anybody else go to the famous Monte Cristo. Yep, yep. But if, if I walk into a place, because you can just smell it. You know who makes like maybe the best Monte Cristo in the world, or, or so it's been said? The restaurant at the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland. I think I've actually heard that. And I've had it, and it's phenomenal. Okay. It's uh, uh, it's supposed to be unparalleled. On the next Disney trip, that will be something that I do because it'll get me out of uh, some of the Disneyland stuff where I'm like, I can't move. (laughs) Daddy had too much lunch. All right. We should bring John in on this and uh, get some uh, bacon and ketchup sandwich uh, uh, insights uh, from Big John. We'll do that next. You're listening to The Club Hour on Primetime on The Fan. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. 
So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All righty, final segment, and uh, and no John. We couldn't get a hold of him. Uh, he's probably out celebrating or eating uh, bacon and ketchup sandwiches, or as the tech lo- text line points out, a well done uh, steak. A well done steak. <laughs> you know what's funny? I don't I don't know how it happens, but I had a really good friend who I worked with um, in college, and he grew up in North Dakota. And every like Wednesday or Friday in their family in their family's house was steak night, and sure. they and. It was his least favorite night of the week for like 10 or 15 years. And then he went to a, finally went to a restaurant with like another family and someone asked him like how he wanted his burger cooked and he's like, "Well, what do you mean?" Steak cooked. Oh yeah, burger yeah. or burger oh. and or steak okay. and he's like, "Well, what do you mean?" And then they explained to him, "Well, when you get a red meat like a steak, you can have it at these varying degrees." <laughs> and he tried like a medium rare burger for the first time and he was livid with his parents. Oh, like, yeah. I had to have my steak chewy and cooked all the way through for like 15 years. What are you yeah. guys doing to me? Yeah. My mom uh, was notorious for overcooking a steak, and so we grew up on a dairy farm, and so we would actually have like a freezer full of beef all the time. Yeah, like like when we were at our leanest, it was like oh t bones again. <laughs> but she always got them cut. My my mom would always get them cut thin, so they'd be cut like a half inch, and then just cooked all the way through. Oh and then, yeah. Yeah. When I started cooking them myself. Uh, or going well, going out to restaurants and stuff, you just kind of realize, you're like, oh, there's a whole other world out there. My little go-to now, and I don't know that it's a hack because it's like, it, you know, it's what the device is supposed to be used for, but have you ever cooked with a sous vide, one of those um, like circular, uh, precision circulators where you basically... Yeah, it's the water and yeah. the, you cook in the bag. I have not, but I've uh, I've tried to defrost with too hot of water, so I oh. kind of have. <laughs> so we, but I like to do, I like to do my steaks in the sous vide because you can set the exact temp and, oh, and then... Yeah. And then you know it's not ever going over, and as long as it's in there for enough time, you know it's cooked through. So I'll, I'll set it at like 132 and a half degrees, and then I'll pop it out of there and just sear both sides for like 15 seconds, ooh, and you get the perfect inside. Ooh, interesting, yeah. interesting. That's something that I may have to uh, venture towards, but I don't know. There's still something great about just going out to a steakhouse oh, and going 100, yeah. or just taking a fresh steak out to like a grill and like. Oh yeah, that, I sure. mean that's wonderful. Just put as well. it on like 800 degrees and then just cook it. For I'm not anti-grill, but not, the uh, the precision precision cooker is very nice too. Oh yeah. Now, well, hey, listen, they've got all these tools and all these gadgets to cook food and to cook it well and uh you know the more the more you can go and educate yourself on like all of these different preparations uh i think the better off you're going to be like my one of my goals this year is just to to take the time to plan out my meals not like every meal but like once a week go all right instead of going i have most of the things for this recipe I'm going to actually go out and get all of the fresh ingredients, make sure I have all of Make sure of the you things. have the things for the recipe. Yeah, my kids yeah. are old enough that, you know what, if they decide that they just want to eat fish sticks and chicken nuggets or whatever, they they can do that, and uh, I'm going to make something for my wife and I, and if they want to try it, they can. But we've, we've been like kind of going, what does everybody enjoy? And I feel like my uh, my cooking has gone downhill because of it, so I blame uh-huh. those, those rotten little buggers. Um, and so what I'm going to do is I'm going to, you know, here, this is for you. This is for me. If you want to try this, uh, good on you. If not, enjoy your crap. 
I like it. Yeah. So that's the direction we're going. All right. Tomorrow, we're doing another one of these shows. Yeah, we are. We have no idea what we're doing. I think we might do a best of, best of. Yeah, although we 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 have some semblance of an idea of what we're doing. Yeah, because we're like, we know it's the last show of the calendar year, so yeah. we're going to give you something. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we're going to do a full-on X's and O's breakdown of Thursday Night Football. That is uh, something I can be pretty, Rob's not. pretty confident about. So, All right, well, everybody have a wonderful evening. We will be back tomorrow, 3 to 7. Uh, I appreciate you listening to the Luke and Buck edition of Primetime. We're done. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.